Hey, hey, everybody, it's Katie from a Blessed Most Mom podcast. I am back after several weeks of being absent from the podcast world, and I am sorry that I haven't gotten one out there, but it's summer and life happens and things are different, you know. Um, we were in Connecticut uh, visiting my in-laws. We were summer in Connecticut. Um, and then we got back and it was vacation Bible school week. And then I had guests in, well, I actually had guests in vacation Bible school week. And then I had guests in again, and we had the Hoyleton Hofbrau Fest. I hope to get into the Hoyleton Hofbrau Fest, um, maybe next week. Hopefully I can have another Hoyletonian here so that we can talk about the Hofbrau Fest since it was only my first Hofbrau Fest. So I don't want to um, talk about it unless we have somebody else here that has been a part of the Hofbrau Fest before. Anyway, so it is only Tuesday and I have not only been barfed on, I have been peed on. It's a good week, people. Um, So the summers are full. The summers are full of swimming lessons and trips and all kinds of stuff. And you're always trying to get out the door just like you are during the school year. And what makes you get out the door the slowest finding the shoes. I've gotten to the point with my daughter where I just say shoes, 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 shoes over and over again until she finds them and puts them on because I can't handle it. Like it's easier when they're babies. Actually, my little sweet boy, when I get his shoes now, he comes to me like he knows it's time to go. And that makes me happy. I know this is something that will be short-lived and only good things can last a short time with children. But man, it is a nice thing that when I get his shoes and he sees me, he comes right over and we sit down and put him on. Meanwhile, my daughter is baking a cake before she puts on her shoes. If she had an easy bake oven, there would be many, many cakes and we would never go anywhere because she would never find her shoes. And where are the shoes? I lost right now. I'm still looking for my son shoe. I found it and now it's lost again. Is it here? I don't know. Is it outside? Maybe because that's where I found two pairs of my daughter's shoes today. Um, Where do the shoes go? Why can't they find them? Why can't I find them? Man, or they're right in front of their face and they still can't find them. And then you're late because nobody can find shoes. I'm thinking about keeping all the shoes in the van and then taking them to the van buckling them in and saying, here are your shoes, work on them while we drive 15 minutes someplace. Because man, I cannot get them to put their shoes on. Now the problem is we live next door to the school that they go to because we live in the church's house. So I can't really say get them on in the ride to school. That one, that one is is not going to be good for me. But for every other place, I could just throw them in the car and be like, here's your shoes. And that would solve all of our problems, right? And then they would find a different reason to not put on their shoes. But, I mean, like, did you ever thought in your, think in your life that shoes could cause you this much stress? I didn't. I like shoes. I'm like, oh, man, a new pair of shoes. These are super cute. I never thought that shoes would make me want to lose my mind. Like my children. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. I don't know all the words to that song, but I know that y'all gonna make me lose my mind is in that song and it is very true. I got 99 problems and shoes are about 50 of them. Man, 
never thought shoes would bring me this much stress. Anyway, so today, some one of the places that we went today was the doctor because my daughter um, was not feeling well. And so I took her in and one of the things she had to do was pee in a cup. Now, my daughter's peed in many cups because she has a urinary issue and so, um, or did, um, it's supposed to be corrected now. Anyway, so we had, she had to pee in a cup. And of course, when your child is young, you have to hold the cup under them. Therefore, I have been peed on today. Luckily, it was just on my hand that can be washed. But you know, it's still not pleasant. It's still not pleasant to be peed on. So I have pee all over my hand. What? Meanwhile, Zach, my 15 month old, is running around in this bathroom. It's a one, it's like a family restroom inside the doctor's office. So there's nobody else in there. The door is locked. It's not like a stall situation. Anyway, meanwhile, I'm thinking about the fact that he's running around putting his hands all over the doctor's office bathroom where all of the people come to puke and leave their germs. And he's just, ah, nah, nah. for all I know, he's stuck his head in the trash. Who knows? Because Finding trash right now is one of his favorite things. All of our trash cans are now going to have lids because he likes to get everything out of the trash. Today, I saw him chewing on a straw that was in the trash because he loves to get in the trash. He also likes to get um, soda cans out. And then, of course, like my mother that's in my head is now saying it's like coming out of me and is saying, get that little aluminum can away from him because he's going to stick his tongue in the hole and cut his tongue. I don't know what the likelihood of him actually sticking his head, his tongue in the hole in the can is, but in my mom eyes, it's very high. It's pretty much 110%. And I must get that can away from him immediately. But instead of getting, instead of him coming to me and handing it to me, he runs. And now I'm worried, oh my goodness, what if he falls and is his whole tongue is cut off because he's because he must be running with the can and his tongue in the can while running. And then he's going to fall and his whole tongue is going to be cut off. These are the things, people, that happen when you become a mother. You see all danger and the worst case scenario is going to go through your head or the most ridiculous scenario so that when you actually verbalize it and tell your husband, he thinks you're absolutely insane because it would probably never happen. Have you ever seen that episode of Friends where Ross and Rachel accidentally lock Emma in the apartment and, um, and he she says what if I left the stove on and he's like you haven't cooked since 1993 and she's like is the window open and then there's this whole thing about how an eagle flies in and at one point um the water is left on and the eagle and the baby are like like the eagle has the babies and it's in its talons and and it's a whole thing if you haven't seen it you should because it's a hilarious segment but it is spot on when it comes to what goes through our minds when we're mothers because the most random situation will go through our minds and it probably couldn't ever happen in any world but we are convinced that it will believe me I am convinced I have nightmares there is this in our in our school there's this loft and it's over the gym and there's a door that just goes out and you would fall to your death into the gym from this loft. Now it has a padlock on it, but I have nightmares about my kids falling out of that door. And 
is are they actually gonna they're not even tall enough to get to the padlock let alone get a key to unlock it so what am i worried about i'm worried about the danger because i see all danger anyway so zach is like touching everything so then we go into the doctor we talk to him blah 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 zach trying to eat the paper on the thing i mean like it is one thing to take a kid to the doctor when it's just one kid and you but once you add another kid to the mix all chaos ensues and to think i'm thinking about having another one i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm thinking anyway so he's trying to eat the paper from the exam table anyway then we get out and we have to take the urine over to the lab now something that should just be a five second thing here's the urine with the paperwork no i have to initial and sign and all this other stuff so we have to wait and people that sit in the lab are generally sick people because they're getting blood work done they're getting a urinalysis they're getting something done and so there are germs everywhere also this is a hospital the doctor's office is in a hospital so again i'm holding zach trying to keep him from putting his little hands on everything and then putting him in his mouth and so I'm holding him, but of course, he's like an allig- that alligator from Happy Gilmore, and he's trying to get out of my grasp, just like when Happy Gilmore catches the alligator and starts beating it up because it ate off Chubb's hand, but I wouldn't beat Zach because that's horrible, but that's exactly what's happening. Like, he's an alligator trying to get away from me, and and I can't let him down because he's going to get germs all over himself and so it was it was just a lovely lovely trip to the doctor's office today with the 15 month old who wasn't even getting a checkup the poor kid had to go and endure all this and he wasn't even the one that had to go to the doctor it was his sister anyway so after that i decided we're already out why not torture us some more and go shopping? No, I'm kidding. Um, we had to run to Target, which isn't that bad, but I couldn't get them snacks because we were going to go to dinner afterward. So all I heard the whole time was, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I'm like, did you tell me you were hungry once? I'm pretty sure I heard you. Anyway, so we went to Target, which is one of my favorite places. Then we went to Chick-fil-A. Now, I love Chick-fil-A. A lot of you listeners probably already know that I love Chick-fil-A. I have a deep, deep, deep passion for Chick-fil-A because they are so kind and they have a lot of perks for parents. And I'm sure I'll do a lot longer segment on Chick-fil-A in the future. Some of their perks are they usually come and take your trash from your table. They'll get you refills from your table so you don't have to go up and get them. Um, They... uh, will actually I think you can get there and check in on your phone like make an order and then check in on your phone and they'll just bring your order to you when it's ready you won't have to stand in line which is awesome for somebody who has like multiple children um, especially if you have a baby um, but you can do that for the drive through you can do it for mobile pickup because you can park and have them bring it to you um, but they have diapers and wipes in the bathroom if you forget now obviously they don't have every size of diaper but Um, I think they have size three because it's, you know, in the middle. Anyway, um, but they have a lot of perks. But I have a suggestion for Chick-fil-A's next mom perk. Curbside bathroom break. 
If you have to go to the bathroom and you're a paying customer, you slip into the mobile, the mobile pickup spot, you pick up your food, they bring you your food, then they stand with your kids while you run in and go to the bathroom. Because let's be real, you gotta pee. Like, then you got, then you have the whole situation of me in the doctor's office bathroom again. Except now both of them are touching everything in the bathroom stall. And it's a stall now. So when they yell things like, Mommy, I can see your belly. Or, Mommy, what's that? Or, Mommy, can I see your scar again? Other people can now hear this. And they are like, what is going on in that stall? And this would all be solved if someone came out and let you run in and just go to the bathroom while they stood with your kids. And you'd be like, thank you. And they would be like, my pleasure. Because at Chick-fil-A, they always say my pleasure when you say thank you. And I actually, today I was feeling bad because I am one of those like, over polite people like I always say I say please several times I'll sit in a in a conversation if you're like waiting on me I'll say thank you probably five times and these poor Chick-fil-A people have to say my pleasure over and over and over again which I I don't know if they feel is some kind of torture I don't know anyway so something they need to think about curbside bathroom break just saying so we are gearing up for another little vacation where Nate, my husband has a conference to go to. And so, um, and we already went on vacation at Connecticut. And so like, what, how do you like vacation with your kids? I don't feel like my kids are to the point where I can really enjoy a vacation. Like a vacation for me is overnight in a hotel by myself in a king size bed with chicken wings, fountain soda, a television, probably more than overnight, probably two days, one day so that I could just sleep and then the second day for eating because all I want to do is starfish on that bed and sleep for 24 hours because I'm always tired. I saw a meme today that said I'm not a morning person I'm, or it's like I'm not a morning bird or a night owl, but I'm some kind of um, permanently exhausted pigeon, which is true. I am so tired all the time to the point where I'm like, maybe I need a physical, like maybe something's wrong with me that I'm that tired. My husband and I, he needed me to cut his hair. I just buzz his hair. It's nothing fancy. So he needed me to cut his hair and it was like 8:30, and I'm like, okay, sit down. I need to cut your hair right now because I'm going to bed after this. He's like, it's like 8.30. I'm like, that's irrelevant. And he's like, you took a two hour nap today. I'm like, also irrelevant. I am exhausted from our children. And I think I'll be exhausted for my whole life. Anyway, so back to vacation. So we're gearing up for another vacation. I'm thinking about what I got to pack. And you know, I have to pack three people. I have to pack both the kids and myself because it's just easier that way. Like my husband would be happy to help me with the packing responsibilities. But the fact of the matter is like I want certain clothes packed. I want certain things packed and it's just easier for me to do it. But I have to remember it all and I have to pack it all. And that's not even the hardest part. It's like, okay, then we pull away and I'm like, 
in a panic thinking that I've forgotten everything everything you know you you pull away and that's when it all hits you but it really but I really have forgotten maybe one thing that we could probably pick up at Walgreens it's not like I've forgotten everything but it feels like that it definitely feels like that so it's the there there's an anxiety there and then um so you go on vacation and I think I saw something on Facebook that a mom's vacation is basically just watching your kids in a different city, which is true. However, I will say when you go, like when we went to my in-laws, they help watch the kids. So that is nice. And they do let me sleep in, which is also nice. So I do say that that is, that is a perk because when we go to grandma and grandpa's house, they want to spend time with the kids. So they'll get up early with them, which means they get up at their regular time and I sleep until 11. No joke. Once we went on vacation and I was there. My husband was like, oh, my mom said she'd get up with the kids tomorrow morning. So the kids got up at like seven and um, I gave her the kids or six, six thirty or seven. I gave her the kids and then I went back to bed. And at 11 o'clock, my husband comes upstairs. Now, there is a time difference. It was only 10. He comes upstairs and he's like, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it's 11 o'clock. I'm like, I know. I could sleep like a teenager for the rest of my life because I love sleep. But anyway, so that there is that. But a lot of the time when you go on vacation, it's just watching your kids in a different city without their own beds, without their toys, and they're off their sleep schedule. Oh, goody. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> but... I guess it's it's not that bad. Be- going on vacation is good. It's a good thing. It's just a little bit stressful when they're so little. I'm sure that once they get to be like 10 and 13, it'll be fun because, you know, they won't talk to you and they'll just fight with each other. So woohoo, <laughs> family vacation. When, when do we get to be retired and just go on vacation? My husband and I. Is is that coming soon in the next, the next 30 years? <laughs> um, Anyway, no, I love my kids. I love having them along. I love showing them new things. Um, But it is stressful as a mom of littles to go on vacation. Anyway, so this past like three, four weeks, I've had college friends in and two of those friends um, were my roommates. And um, one of my roommates, Shannon, she and I lived together for four years. And I'm sure I might bring this up later on um, in the podcast and stuff, but Shannon and I have two little, well, she has three little girls and I have the two, my daughter, my son. But when she was pregnant, she and I were pregnant with her, she was pregnant with her middle girl and um, I was pregnant with my oldest and she texted me in December and said, I had a girl and I named her Zoe. And I said, oh, that's great. Congratulations. If I have a girl, I'm naming her Zoe. So we both have Zoe's and they, and it turns out they're the same kid. Um, (laughs) but they played really well together, which is nice because when your kids, um, when you have somebody, a mom friend that you really, really like, and your kids don't get along, you're like, I don't even care. You need to get along because we get along and we need to have play dates. These play dates are only eh, probably 25% for you 
75% for me because I need to talk to another mom. So we were really excited that the girls got along because we're, we're really good friends. We lived together for four years. We don't get to see each other a lot, which is sad, but, um, but it was a really, really fun time. And we tried to have them have a sleepover, which was a disastrous mistake. Apparently four-year-olds can't sleep in the same room with each other. Anyway, so one of the things that she and I both love are boy bands from the 90s, obviously, and early 2000s. Because let's be real, the Backstreet Boys album Millennium was fantastic. So anyway, speaking of the Backstreet Boys, a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Fallon came out with the classroom instrument version of a Backstreet Boys song, which was fantastic. Love the Backstreet Boys, love Jimmy Fallon, but here is something that concerns me almost every day. So, which is ridiculous, I understand, but back in the boy bay, boy band day, boy bay, boy band days, I really enjoyed Backstreet Boys. I enjoyed Backstreet Boys more than NSYNC. I thought the Backstreet Boys were a better group. I liked NSYNC. I still had their their albums, but Backstreet Boys, they were my main boy band. Well, fast forward to my mid-20s, Justin Timberlake is like the man. And now, I'm not in my mid-20s, but now... I am like loving Justin Timberlake like a whole lot and I have this guilt about how he was in NSYNC and he wasn't my favorite boy band but yet I love Justin Timberlake like he is a fantastic entertainer he is hilarious he made trolls like come on and him and just and him and Jimmy Fallon together, oh my goodness. If you have not watched Bro Biking, you need to YouTube it. With Bro Biking with Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake, so funny. Well, first of all, you need to watch the clip that they talk about it on Fallon, but then you need to watch the clip of them doing it. Amazing. Anyway, so I have all this guilt, which is ridiculous. Why would I carry around guilt for Justin Timberlake? He probably will never meet me. But on this note, I'm going to take a moment to apologize to Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry that I like the Backstreet Boys more than NSYNC because now you are the number one boy band guy ever. So with all that being said, I hope that you all have a fantastic week. You're having a fantastic summer and hopefully I will hear from you again next week.